everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. Here's what's happening in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms with, uh, well, just a lot of TV and movie deals mainly, so uh, get ready for some severe name dropping. And speaking of which, The Wake Up is brought to you by the freshest Colombian coffee you can get, Devotion Coffee. And now, over to Hollywood. We're finally a real reason to dust off those Borat impressions. Nice. Okay, you knew that was coming. He's back for a sequel at Amazon Prime that's going to premiere in about a month, according to Deadline. There was no official title for the movie, but uh, it was shot entirely post-COVID. But with the movie theater business in the state that it's in, I'm guessing it was either Netflix or Amazon as the two potential homes for this, as no other streaming service really has any kind of a global platform. Well, except for Borat's uh, kind of former home, Disney Fox. But it's pretty tough to envision Disney or Disney Plus putting out a Borat movie. So Amazon it is in late October. Sony Pictures is moving their Blumhouse reboot, or I guess continuation, of The Craft from movie theaters to a $20 PVOD rental on October 28th, according to The Hollywood Reporter. The Zoe Lister-Jones-directed movie, officially called The Craft The Legacy, uh, features a core cast of up-and-coming actors, although Michelle Monaghan and David Duchovny play the, I guess, the adults in the movie, which will still go out to movie theaters internationally. And uh, one quick somewhat related note here, San Francisco announced that movie theaters there will reopen next week at 25% capacity, or up to 100 people per screening, although concession sales are banned. I can still sneak a couple of beers into Tenet though, right? The film Independent Spirit Awards are going to add five TV categories to the event next year, so you'll have Best Male and Female Actor, as well as Ensemble Cast Awards, as well as for Best New Scripted Series and Best New Non-Scripted or Docu-Series. So do we give the award to I May Destroy You Now, or just wait till April? And I guess we'll call this a grouping of uh, long-term project news. Barry Jenkins has signed on to direct the next installment of The Lion King over at Disney, according to the trades. But it'll be a while, as Jeff Nathanson, who wrote the first movie, just handed in his first draft. Zendaya is attached to play legendary singer Ronnie Spector in a biopic at A24, according to Deadline. Although there's only a deal for a source book and life rights in place right now. But no writer working on a script yet, so uh, this will be a while too. Joey King is reteaming with Netflix after their Kissing Booth trilogy, setting up a deal to adapt the dystopian novel Uglies with McGee directing. It's set in a world where everyone is surgically altered to eliminate physical differences and make them, quote, pretty when they turn 16. Man, my braces would not have gone over well. And the Netflix choice is certainly an uh, interesting one, since Joey signed a first-look deal at Hulu earlier in the year. She's, of course, also co-starring in the Brad Pitt Assassins on a Train movie, Bullet Train, over at Sony. And a couple of items over at Universal. Zac Efron has signed on for a Firestarter reboot at Blumhouse. And LeBron James and his Spring Hill Entertainment have signed a four-year first-look deal at Universal. Their previous movie home was at Warner Brothers, where LeBron is doing Space Jam 2. Spring Hill signed a two-year first-look TV deal over at Disney back in June. Speaking of TV... HBO signed comedian and SNL writer Sam Jay for a weekly late night show. And if you haven't seen her Netflix special, by the way, that's uh, definitely a high recommend. And Prentice Penny will be an exec producer on the show. Chicago Med fans may have to wait a little bit longer for the show to return. The series is shutting down production for two weeks due to a positive COVID test among the crew, according to Deadline. Although NBC said that the November 11th premiere date should hold, the other two Chicago shows don't go back into production until next week. Over at ABC, they bought two shows from Sam Esmail. One has a production commitment and the other has a put pilot order. And two additional things to note here. 
Both projects come from Universal Content Productions, where Sam's deal is based, but uh, UCP typically doesn't do projects for broadcast TV networks. And also notable that ABC ordered two projects that are not owned by a studio at Disney. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With details on those massive layoffs at Disney theme parks, and a look at the diverse new offerings to watch tonight, and we'll be on our way. Plus, today's pop quiz. And of course, we all know that Drew Barrymore starred in the Firestarter movie in the 80s, but who played her parents in the movie? The answer, after a coffee break with Devotion Coffee. And if you care about your coffee experience each morning, you really have to try Devotion. I mean, who else FedExes beans up from Colombia every week so that the coffee in your cup was back in its country of origin as little as two weeks ago? So change up your morning and see what truly fresh coffee tastes like. They ship to all 50 states and shipping is free when you order just 50 bucks worth of coffee, which is usually just about three bags. And they source their coffee from all over Colombia so you can try three different varietals. Come on, after working from home for six months, uh, it's time to change it up a little bit. Just go to Devocion.com, that's D-E-V-O-C-I-O-N.com, and enter the code WAKEUP at checkout and get 20% off your total order. And that link and the promo code are right in the episode notes. Super easy. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. Drew Barrymore's parents in Firestarter were played by David Keith and Heather Locklear. Look at that. The movie also featured the unexpected trio of uh, Martin Sheen, George C. Scott, and Art Carney. So kudos to that casting director. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. Where the Magic Kingdom is going to have, well, a lot fewer people around. Disney is laying off 28,000 people from their theme park division in the U.S., roughly 18,000 of whom are part-time employees. That's according to an internal memo. That 28,000 number is about a quarter of Disney's entire U.S. theme park division. But with Florida attendance weak, according to the New York Times, and California attendance, of course, still non-existent, Disney has decided to throw in the towel on hopes of business coming back anytime soon. And in an entirely different arm of the company, Disney Plus has added a co-viewing option for subscribers. So up to seven people can now watch something together at the same time on the service. Although you can only send emojis to each other in the Disney Plus interface. So uh, Zoom partnership, anyone? In today's programming notes, a little something for everybody. Starting with Amazon Prime, who adds the movie The Glorias. Gloria being Gloria Steinem and the movie's director being Julie Taymor. Five different actresses play Gloria at various stages of her life including Julianne Moore and Alicia Vikander. Netflix adds The Boys in the Band, with Jim Parsons leading the ensemble cast of the Ryan Murphy-produced film. That's, of course, based on the groundbreaking play from the late 1960s. Over on the linear TV, Shepard Smith debuts his new show on CNBC at 7 p.m. After that, you can switch over to South Park's one-hour pandemic special on Comedy Central at 8 p.m. And then you have the NBA Finals tipping off with the Lakers and Miami Heat at 9 p.m. on ABC. And there's your Wednesday night. And gonna head out today with a track from a new album by Cosmos Midnight that I've uh, really been digging this week. This one's called Have It All. And nothing like some upbeat vibes to start your day after last night's dumpster fire. But hey, the SNL premiere should be fun, right? And if you like the podcast and want to help make it a success, please uh, email it to a coworker who might dig it or just post it out on the internal Slack or Teams. I mean, it's a fun way to change the topic from the debates. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. Oh,